So here, Radio Live number 129 this evening. We're here with uh, DMJ 654. I am Lunar, and you are here as well, presumably. I am. I'm here. I always find it weird when you call me DMJ 654. That's like, it sounds like the formal way of saying that. Like, you know how like your mom, when you're like in big trouble, says your full name. That's what it feels like. 654. Do, what, do you think the number should go up every year? Like, what? <laughs> the number should go up every year. No, it's just like, I've always called it 654. DMJ 654. That's how it already, because it feels like very casual. But 654, like saying it like that sounds like legitimately like, oh man, I'm getting called to the principal's office. This yeah. is a good <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe you should come up with a nickname. Like, write it on your name tag. This is how I want people to refer to me, right? Maybe I should just, like, fully spell out the numbers. <laughs> like you would on a check or whatever? Yeah, like on a check. It's D... So so would it just be the letters for DMJ? And then you'd write out 654 and zero cents? No, no, I would spell it out the casual way. Yeah. So it would be spelled 654. So it would go down like DMJ 654. He's actually spelling it out somewhere on his desk. He's it writing is. it out. Yeah, I'm throwing it out in general. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're here in live number 129. If you are out there with us, thank you for joining us this evening. We have a couple of hours where we're going to go through some music that's either new to the station or just hasn't played in a really long time. Uh, we had some request blocks not that long ago, and one of the comments that we got was that we had some songs that played during those blocks that people had just not heard on the station before. I think some of them, some of those songs have genuinely not played on the station in probably at least a couple of years. So. I want to see if I can rectify that a little bit and get some uh, more songs out there to, to folks. It it seems like people want variety, and I, I can't, like on one hand I keep saying, well, it's a variety station, we try to play a whole bunch of different things. On the other hand, we kind of genuinely do have a lot of stuff that just never plays because it's not gone through the filter as it was set a couple years ago or whatever. And that's always one of those nebulous things when I talk about the filter. Let's, it's just, there are always going to be some songs that are either 
not music, like their their omake tracks or like behind the scene tracks or whatever. Uh, and others are like talking tracks. They they tell more of a story. It's just kind of the nature of the music. Uh, of course, the majority of what's out there is actually music, so we'll try to open that up a little bit more for folks. Uh, and we're going to start by playing more of it tonight. So there you go. It, it sounded like you wanted to say something. What, what you got? Oh, I was just saying the filters are the filters are what keep the quality high. It's nice. Yeah. It's sometimes it's sometimes a great addition to actually weed out like you know intro tracks being played. Yeah, that's another thing. Is like. Some of the really short tracks, uh, some some albums are actually soundtracks. Uh, for instance, if you remember like the Maikaze uh, fan anime series, there's actually I think we have an OST where it's got a whole it's got some of the like in between tracks or whatever, and some of them are only like thirty seconds long, if not shorter even. So, so that that's just like an example of some of the stuff that gets kind of filtered out. But yeah, so. Uh, hopefully, I think the, the result will be that we've got some good stuff uh, going on the station. And speaking of stuff we're playing tonight, uh, or in the not-too-distant future, I, I guess technically a lot of this isn't... But we have a lot of music, so it, it doesn't really seem like it, but we've got uh, some things from Akatsuki Records as well as uh, Tora no Ana, which is another one of those sort of compilation albums. If you recall, like, the like the Melon Books compilation uh, or whatever. This is a multi-disc thing that has a whole bunch of music from a variety of artists. So in reality, I mean, like it, it's one name, but in reality, you've got stuff from Digital Wing, you've got stuff from IOSIS, you've got all, I, I want to say probably 50 circles uh, are participating in this, this one compilation thing. So there's a whole bunch of different stuff out there. And yeah, we're going to be playing some of that tonight too. In fact, the, what we played at the front here and the next song that we've got queued up uh, are both from that compilation series. And they're, they're both the different artists. The first one is Halosey, and the next one here I think is someone who is, I think, new to the station altogether. It's uh, Niente. So I'm not sure if I've heard of that name, but there you go. I haven't heard it either. That's a, that, I'm, I, I'm, mm, interesting. I'm going to listen. Yeah. Uh, Nineball in chat suggests that you could write your name out in Roman numerals. Yes, and then I correct it because the, ha the, the hyphens aren't needed. It's all one word. <laughs> so it's even worse. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if the letter J has a Roman numeral equivalent, but aren't the letters D and M technically Roman numerals? Yes, D and M, if I remember correctly, are a thousand? Or is it a hundred thousand? I think I it's a hundred thousand. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall. Now I'm now I'm now I'm curious. I'm looking it up. So yeah. uh, let's go to a hundred thousand DM. Yeah, the, CM no DM. The the golden proof reads it as a chord progression, which makes sense if you have read music or if you know stuff about like just sheet music in general. Uh, like a any any number from I think it's one to seven can mean something musically uh now i i took a music theory class i am i have sort of a sort of a glancing understanding of that but i i'm not an expert on it so d is 500 m is a thousand maybe that could yep, be yep yep i have the the roman numerals chart up that is correct right. there's actually a cm which is 900 but Ooh. no dm interesting 
So, all right, for the rest of you out there who don't know why it is that we're referring to others here, we have a Discord server. It's public, you can go join it. Anyone is available to, to join it. It's super easy, actually. Discord as a platform is just kind of cool how this works, is you just go to discord.gg slash Gensokyo, and there it is. We have 3,000 plus people in the server. We have a number of them uh, active these days, and... Uh, <laughs> I say that and that number could be one or it could be a hundred or anywhere in between or more or less, I don't know what, but hey, we've got people in chat, so you could maybe go join us there too. Alright. Wow, what else we got going on tonight? We've got some stuff on the horizon here that we're going to talk about. We've actually got an event that's happening this weekend, which is kind of cool. We'll kind of get into what that is and what that's about and talk a little bit about the uh, the Gensokyo Radio connection there too, because there there is a connection. Believe it or not, there's a, this event, we didn't send anything out there, we didn't talk to anyone out there actively, uh, and yet we have our logo in uh, one particular place. If you happen to be out there, or if you plan to, to, to visit or maybe look at some stuff that was there afterwards, uh, we can talk more about that. Uh, we've got mm -hmm. some store stuff on the horizon, some other infrastructure stuff. We can talk a little bit about Discord too, although we've kind of done that uh, more recently in some of our meetups. But yeah, we've got some stuff on the horizon, not to mention a whole bunch of Steam games. We have not covered a Steam game, I think, since April. Yeah, so it's it's been a bit actually since before April because we didn't yeah. we didn't cover games during Toho Fest. Oh yes, that's right. So yeah, since March, that's insane. That's a little scary, and <laughs> we might we need, might need to do that. <laughs> yeah, we, we might need more than one break here. So we'll yeah. we'll see how this goes. In the meantime, we'll jump into some forbidden fruit here in just a little bit on Gensoki Radio Live number one hundred and twenty nine.
It's back here on Gensoki Radio Live, number 129 this evening. Lunar and DMJ. Hello, everybody. DMJ, is that the is that the nickname I should use? Is that what your name tag says? I'm gonna I'm gonna change the 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 nickname every five seconds. That, just, that does not help me. It does not. It doesn't help anybody. It's like when uh, me and my old roommate we used to call his stepbrother something different every day to the point where we ran out of names and just using Pia to describe him. It was great. Yeah, you just call him Bob, Jeb, Bork. Yep. Yep. But it's literally be like like we would be like cross room like Ski Bop, get over here. Huh. Or what was what was the uh, what was the other one where he where my roommate he ran out of automatopia he could think of so he was just using like literally claps and snaps <laughs> and it was just like it was just like what are you like he's, I went to caught him he was like in the in his, in our like common area and he's just like <laughs> and I'm like what are you doing and he's like that's his name that's his name today like. I'm sorry. Can you write that down for me, please? <laughs> can, yeah. Can you please f- spell that out for me on a legal document? <laughs> and he he ends up reproducing a perfect like pictographic image of two claps and a snap. <laughs> I'm imagining like you throw it into a sonograph and it just spits out like just like a ri- like with the sound waves, just the word, just his name written. <laughs> in the way for you know those like really detailed images of hands that you sometimes see on on like flashcards for like if you're learning sign language for example how you how you position your hand and your fingers to spell it like a letter for ex- for example or whatever oh, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. the hands are always super detailed because that matters like the details matter because that's the language basically so uh i just imagine you know two hands like parallel but two of those image uh, images, and then you've got like, you know, the 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 thumb and the middle finger pressed together with the like lines emanating from it. It's like that's the snap, that's his name, that's how you spell it. There's no spelling. There's no like you can't use Latin characters for this. You have to go with actual images. If you didn't go, if you didn't go the distance, we I'm never not, went the distance. We should have. Yeah. And this, you know what? In Nineball, just to reiterate, this was pre-emoji era, so this is how old this was. This we're talking about. We're going back a full decade. Darn it! I was about to there spell it out. I was there about to spell it out. I was actually looking for the emojis, and Nineball spells out the clap, clap, snap. I didn't know there was a snap. I was gonna. I, I was. I did not actually know there was a snap. I was gonna maybe go with this. The okay hand. <laughs> Because I, did, I didn't know there was a snap emoji. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know there was a snap emoji, and now I'm like, emoji emoji technology has gotten too far. Emojis are going to replace language eventually. Thanks, Apple. <laughs> oh, like, legitimately, people who speak, like, I don't have people in my life that speak entirely in emojis. Thank goodness. But I know people who have people that speak exclusively <laughs> emojis, and I just cannot decipher language. Like, at that point, I believe that the English language has completely failed as, like, being a language, because we're soon gonna all assimilate to just one global language that is emojis. Ah, oh, man. Somebody wrote a book in emoji, please tell me no. Please I, I, tell me that's not real. If it ex- 
book written. I can tell you it's not not real. What? I, I mean, yeah. I don't actually know because I have I don't know if that book actually exists or not. But if, if, if Nine Ball, our our mysterious fifth staff member, supposedly according to Tam, uh, believes oh. it's real, then sure, I guess. Yeah, it is. Oh boy. Three three books. There are three books written entirely in emoji. There's what? Okay, hold up. Moby there's emoji dick, which is like a redo uh, like a rewrite of Moby Dick uh -huh. in emojis. Yeah. You have whatever it's called the second book. And then the third book. And they're only emojis. Oh, this is indecipherable to me. <laughs> Um, I, it feels like I'm reading hieroglyphics. I, that's exactly how I imagine that would go. All like, right. no joke. This is what aliens are going to find <laughs> when we when we all finally perish off this earth. And we've been dead for millennia. And the aliens come to figure out what happened to this race. They're just going to find this. Yeah. And we're just going to be like, they're just going to be like, Oh man, these people were more primitive than I thought. Well, I mean, Karasuka brings up a good point. It's like kanji. Like kanji is an actual pictographic uh, written language. Yeah, that's modern like, and currently used. Not like you don't have to go back yeah. to like the Egyptians to find an example of this. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Emojis don't feel like language to me. It feels like a cop out to language. For like in my mind, uh -huh. it's so weird. It's like I am too lazy to say the word, so I am going to put the emoji down. Like you can't do that in spoken language. You can't just be like I'm too lazy to say the word, so I'm just going to just emoji it until we can find a way to convert speech to emojis, which I already know probably exists. But I mean, like, as in, like we are all doing it. I mean, ugh. this is the progression of, of written language. I mean, if it's not emoji, then it's like using two letters to represent a nine letter phrase or whatever. Like, for example, the letters RN. It's not registered nurse. It's right now. You've probably seen that and you've like not yeah. even really thought about it. But I, like, I holy have... cow. <laughs> I have thought about it though. Like that's the problem. Like my, I can't turn my brain off because like there's a lot of these, like, like oh perfect example. Ooh. When the uh, there's a new band I got into. Uh, those people out there, uh, give me one second. New band. I have to check. Yeah, uh, Sleep Token. Ooh. Is that anything like login token? Like a session token? I'm sorry. No. I'm I'm I I've been, I've been programming no. for the last week, so hey. No, so Sleep Token just came out with a new uh, record. If you have not listened to Sleep Token, you are if you're list hey, hey, if you're a metalhead, if you are into pop music, if you're into uh, just general listening, if you have ears, please listen to Sleep Token. I don't know what happened, but like this record came out and I have not stopped listening to it to the point where I can sing at least six of the songs 
almost like as soon as the tune comes on, I could sing them perfectly on pitch. It's ridiculous. If you love like really vibrato, like vocals, like it's not harsh at all. Like go check it out. These guys are super legit. Go check them out. But anyways, Sleep Token, they have a track or they had a single come out and I was trying to decipher it for the longest time because the track was called D-Y-W-T-Y-L-M. And I'm like, what? what is this how do you what is this track and for like the longest time until i finally started like i said singing the track and then i realized oh my gosh it's called do you wish that you love me Hmm. and it's pronounced that way too but it's called but they write it everywhere else it's written everywhere else d-y-w-t-y-l-m and there are now they're going back in their catalog and other songs that were super long, I guess they're starting to also shorten them. And I don't know if that it's a sleep token thing. I don't know if it, it is like something that they're just doing or if it's like part of like a code or something. Cause that's something sleep token does. Or if it's just the, you know, the way that things are going, that the trend Okay, so with sleep token, I'm not getting into it. There's, Let me. I, I could go on a diatribe, but we need to get on topic. We got things to talk about. No, no, no. One more thing, because I, <laughs> I gotta have my piece here. So, l- let me say this: years ago, before you know the advent of of texting, really, uh, there were a couple of different places, or a couple of different food establishments that were right across the street from one another in my neighborhood, and. Sometimes my family would say something to this effect, and I'm going to say the letters, and I want you to tell me what I'm talking about. Okay, DMJ, it's dinner time. Do you want to get something from BK or DQ? That's never happened in my household. But I never but had what the is BK it? or DQ. What is? Oh, Bert. Burger King and Dairy Queen. Exactly. So you know how this is. That was back. Ah. That was back in the like the early two thousands. Before, like, I mean, obviously, texting was a thing, right? But, but is that? But is that shortening of language, or is that successful marketing? Because Dairy Queen has a rich has both Dairy Queen. This and was Burger before has this sw- was, switched over as their official names on their. This was before the BK song from BK, BK, where it was BK. Have it your way. This was before that song was a thing. <laughs> All right, and then DQ is literally on the sign, and it's been on the sign for far longer than that slogan has existed. Yes, but they always called it Dairy Queen until, like, I think it was like a decade ago that they finally started switching over the DQ because there were two versions of Dairy Queen. Why? Because I moved from the north to the south, and I now know this, that there is Dairy Queen that originally was in the north, that at least I grew up with in the north, that had no hot food. It was just ice cream. Uh, I don't know. And then I moved down here, and there was Dairy Queen Grill and Chill. Uh Uh-huh. So then when all of the Dairy Queens that I grew up with up north switched over, they all became DQs instead of Dairy Queen because up there, all Dairy Queens were called Dairy Queens. There was no D or Q on the sun. So, okay. Yeah. There's I, there's a whole like rigmarole. I had to go on like this because I we had a whole family discussion about like, Remember how our Dairy Queen didn't serve, like, hot food at all? And by the way, I also did not know that even up, like, closer to the Midwest, like, near Wisconsin and everything, they also had grill and chills, but they also don't serve breakfast. But in the South, they serve breakfast. 
<laughs> you know, you were going to talk about the difference between DQ in the North and the South, and I was half expecting you to say, yeah, so they serve biscuits in the South. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they serve biscuits and gravy, and it, they're not half It's bad. such a normal thing that you didn't even think to mention it. Yeah, it's like every, like if you have a place down here that serves breakfast and it doesn't have biscuits and gravy, what are you doing? Yeah. All right. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? All right, we got things to go. We talk do have about. things to talk about. All right. Uh, one of the things that we want to mention because it's music related and, and really just Toho related in general, uh, there is an event that's going on in literally hours from this live broadcast uh, called Meikasai. And okay. this is actually Thanks. something that's uh, new to me. I've probably seen it in the in the list of like because I've looked at like this giant list of different events that different uh, like Toho fan albums and other works have been distributed at before. But the, I this is something that's been mentioned in a couple different places. Uh, one of the reasons that I heard of it is because uh, one of the groups that was at Toho Fest, uh, Galaxian Recordings, actually has some of their stuff there. And the connection here, as I mentioned earlier, to Gensoki Radio is that we have some albums that we helped produce also being sold at uh, Meikasai. That's the stuff from Komeji Records. So that's pretty neat. That is very neat. I'm, I'm trying to actually go on the website. I'm, I'm sorry, I have to throw it through Google and Translate. Now, so that I've, now that I've thought of it, I actually want to double check something here. I'm going to take a look at this... Uh, this image where is this image here we go because i know that i've made stuff for uh for Higon daybreak as well but i don't know if i see their stuff on this table i don't think so uh aside from komeji records and galaxian recordings we also have stuff from orange jam uh as well as it looks like probably a couple of other th uh groups I'm just not entirely sure uh so this is from Four Corners, and uh, I've—I I think I've said this in the past, but you know, I've met the person who runs this circle, and uh, that was way back in 2017 at uh, C92. And I think one of the things that they sell is—they sell like books that I th have something to do with learning English. I think I'm not entirely sure. I think the person who is behind the circle used to be an English teacher or something. Like, don't quote me on that. I'm just, my memory's a little fuzzy here, but uh, they, they've been at several events for, for years, uh, which is a little surprising because they're they're from the US. They, you know, so that's kind of cool uh, that we were able to, to spot that. And I always, I kind of, I look at posts related to this and, and stuff from Four Corners in particular, and I'm like, yep, Sleepless Dream from Komiji Records, there's Komiji Club behind there, Tenet Tenchi. it was like, all of those albums were, they used to be in the room I'm in right now. So, actually, that's not true, because I didn't live here in 2017, but uh, I still have the printer that they, they all came from, so I guess that's still a thing. Anyway, yeah. So that's cool. Um, according to Karsuka, Meikasai has been happening once a year since 2011. So it's uh, been a thing for a bit. I guess it's just the first time we're mentioning it here. So yeah, go uh, check it out, I guess, or just learn more about it. Actually, there's a there's a web catalog out there that I guess I can link folks to. And let me, let me see if this works. I don't know if this link works on its own. 
the website there was linked by DMJ a little bit ago in our general chat. Again, that's at discord.gg slash Gensokyo if you uh, aren't already there. But you can take a look at this page here that was just linked by me. And there is a whole catalog there. And it's nice that that's just available because for, uh, for larger events like Comic Market, you have to like sign up and all this other stuff before you even get access to the web catalog. So I really like that this is just here and that I can link it to folks. So, yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. The, the event itself has, oh goodness. Um, there's 60 different music groups. Uh, a lot of them, obviously, you know, we could mention here and a lot of our listeners will have heard of them. Uh, but also like a lot of times what happens with these smaller events is you'll get groups that either didn't make the comic market lottery or I, actually I don't know if Retaisai has a similar system these days uh, but basically like smaller events like this and do a couple of things particularly if you're in Japan uh, one is they're not all in Tokyo so like this one I think is farther south I'm not entirely sure actually where this is uh, held in Nagoya yeah so okay cool so yeah it's you know I guess that's a thing. There are other events in like Osaka and you know, other places too uh, that you can find if you go look for them. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's cool. And then and the other thing is like, again, sometimes you'll find circles that are smaller, that are just branching out that you probably have never heard of before. And sometimes, you know, it's just really cool to, to go check them out as well. So, all right, uh, that is, that. I don't know if I missed anything there. Uh, oh, uh, so yeah, uh, Meikaisai, because I've done this before with like Comic Hit Watch and Red Taisai Watch and stuff, they'll be selling at uh, J37 through 38, in case you're looking for that table. In other news, we've got a couple of things that have hit the store recently, if you didn't uh, know. I, I actually don't know if I've told you yet, DMJ, but the... you know that hat that we gave away at Toho Fest during our panel? Yeah. Uh, well, that's now on our store. So you can get oh. you can get that hat as well as uh, a black hat, same design. It's pretty simple. It's just a, you know our GR logo, and I honestly meant to do this last summer. I think it was, yeah, last summer. Um, I've kind of monologued on you know why it didn't happen and sort of our escapade with our printer and trying to get that whole thing done last summer. And by the time we actually got through everything, it was already autumn. So that was a little bit of a thing. Uh, but hey, the summer just started this past week here. And so I think I'm right on time with this, hopefully. Uh, if you want to grab a hat, I think they're I think they're a little cheaper than our shirts. They're not honestly that they're, they're probably more expensive to make. But so we don't we don't make a whole lot on them. But if you want to grab one, we have them on our store right now. You can find that at Gensokyo.store. So that is also out there. Uh, and then, I know we want to talk about games, but I've got a couple of things to... Oh, I know, I know. You got, we got plenty of time. We got a lot of stuff as well. Yeah. So, I wanted to ask about this. I probably did ask about this some time ago, but, you know, we talked about Metal Mondays some time yes. ago and yes the last yes. the last time okay so like the question here is like now that infrastructure can support it when is metal monday happening now before you answer the end one of the answers here in this document is it says as soon as we can get branding finished here's the last time that i'm aware we talked about branding you remember the show with punderful we had them yep. on the show 
And then afterwards, we all hung out a little bit, and you and Nano had a little bit of time to talk about branding. And then you actually, yeah. like, kind of went through like, and uh, just kind of, I Banged guess, out, like, yeah. a little, like, logo. A little bit. Uh, some different ideas. So, um, have you talked to Nano lately? I haven't, because uh, he hasn't been around. Yeah. Well, so, I think the last time I actually talked to Nano was Toho when Fast. he... No, it was after. It was when we... It was actually on a different server. We pulled him in. Uh, remember? Uh, remember uh, when yeah, everybody yeah. was asking, like, oh, where's everybody from GI? We just grabbed everybody. We just kind of piled into a different <laughs> Discord server and said hello. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That was probably the last time, because Nano's just, like, <laughs> off and about. But uh, I really want to do Metal Mondays. I am, like... I'm, I'm I'm ready. I got like people, like I'm talking with, that like, hey, there's a thing. Do you think uh, we talk? I mean, it's people we talked to previously, so <laughs> so we we know exactly who's gonna probably be on the the either the first or second like show if we when it happens. But like, I'm I'm like I'm ready because Metal Mondays to me is like. I want to get you. I want to. There's a lot of good metal out there. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it, and um, I kind of want to. Maybe we can get with Nano. I mean, I'm going to be. I'm on. Uh, I, don't, I think I don't know if you heard me before the show, but uh, I mean, this week begins shutdown. I got a two week shutdown. Oh, geez. So we can definitely talk about it. Okay. Yeah. So, interesting. So. Yeah, we can totally. I think the only times I'm unavailable is, uh, the sometime. I think it's the July. I gotta get the exact dates when I'm going on a family outing. Okay. But yeah, we can totally like do do this because Metal Mondays to me is just like the super hype. Cool. Yeah, that would be cool uh, to finally get something sort of completed there, and we can start getting some shows out. Yep, And that's another thing that I, I think we had talked a little bit with, I think, a couple of people at Toho Fest, but uh, in addition to the programming that, that we do, you know, obviously we have Kinsoki Radio Live that broadcasts on our radio station. We have Meetup that is more of a community event that is hosted on uh, most frequently our Discord server. Uh, and then in the past, we've had events that were hosted from, you know, by others. So, uh, like, Stage 5, was, again, was kind of my thing. But we had DMJ's Hangout. And then I think more, uh, hopefully not, in the not-too-distant future, we have Metal Mondays from DMJ. And it'll be cool to get him, you know, back behind the big red button again, you know, working, yeah. the, working the audio equipment. Yeah, it would, it would actually be really nice to actually, like, learn the audio equipment portion so we can we can kind of work on the show flow because i do like the idea of making making radio feel like radio i think that is like a lost art and i remember who was it i was talking to yesterday it was somebody at work but i i remember something came up and we were talking about like remember how like music when we said it was like like back in the day you knew it was like legit music if it's being played on the on the radio mm -hmm. this was before streaming or anything that's like like how you know like for sure like hey yeah your music made it i missed that and i want to bring that feeling back yeah because i mean yeah we got toho on spotify right but like 
I hate looking at those numbers because looking at those numbers that just tells me how many people are just like have it on a playlist and it doesn't tell me if they're actually listening to the song they could be skipping it who knows but when you're listening and you have it on the radio when you hear your track being consciously picked by somebody for others to listen to that is a big deal yeah (laughs) you know we were talking about filtering earlier and i just want to mention that we have I don't know if I'm going to say the exact number. It's in the five-digit range. We have over 10,000 songs. It's it's obviously more than 10,000. Uh, but again, I'm not going to get too specific here. Uh, the number of songs that we have cherry-picked to play is in the four-digit range. So mm-hmm. that kind of tells you how many songs that we have left out. I think at one point it was about 15% of the music that we have plays on the station and i think it's actually it's fluctuated over time depending on whether we've gotten like new music that's come in or if we're trying to be more permissive with what we play uh that definitely happened after the request block a little bit we opened up some of those songs to just play in the regular rotation but yeah it's um i guess the songs my, my point here is that the songs that have made it through the filter are on one hand like you mentioned they've kind of made it, I guess, as far as that goes. But on the other hand, there's a lot of stuff out there. And as far as our radio station goes in particular, it's not so much about, you know, have you made it? It's more along the lines of, hey, this stuff is getting heard by more people than it would otherwise be. Uh, because, I mean, we have talked about this ad infinitum at this point, but a lot of the music that we play is you know it starts out as a cd on a table in a different in a whole different place and Mm -hmm. the only people who are going to end up hearing that are the people who pick up the album from the table uh that's a little different with spotify now of course but you have to actually be on spotify and believe it or not folks most fan artists and fan circles that make the music that our station plays are not actually on spotify the majority of them are not digitally available at all and a majority of them if they are digitally available don't have everything up there because i'm pretty sure you can't go super far back in a lot of those catalogs because there's a lot yeah there's a lot of that music Mm -hmm. yeah and for some circles it's just the you know it's weird like some of it i guess the circle has just been like it's really up to them what's digitally available you know is mm-hmm. it the stuff that's just in the last two years in the last five years and that's just sort of their starting point it's arbitrary it's just whatever the circle decides they're going to start from but then others have most of their stuff except for like perhaps the really early stuff and i suspect the reason behind that is just perhaps they don't have the source files anymore because it really it has been that long yeah I, i'm sure that's happened in 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 some or cases in many right? cases yeah, yeah. yeah like like i could bet you bottom dollar that there's probably like somebody who they it, it kind of reminds me of uh, there was a story recently of some some woman or something from pixar that saved toy story 2 because somebody accidentally made a boo-boo and put a code put a line of code into some update that wiped everything that pixar had for toy story 2 and because she had a local file of the script was able to restore the script 
Hmm. Like it wiped everything. And that's what I imagine. Like somebody's like, there's probably a couple of instances where it's like somebody had a old copy of the masters somewhere on a, on a flash drive, but they don't have like the originals. They're like having to figure out where they're at and where all the, the original masters are and where do those masters go? And can we even put these on Spotify? Are they even polished? Do we need to remix them? Like, it's a whole other ball game once you get into the digital world, especially on Spotify when they ever decide to add the hi-fi audio. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's happening. I don't know if it's happening either. <laughs> Talking about it for years, and it's just like, eh, eh. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna happen. I think it's too much of a of a burden for them to do because they're too busy well, making garbage catalogs. That's a stupid argument because they're a company that is very well known and has the budget to have a project like that. But on the other hand, hey, did you know that Gensoki Radio plays high quality audio? Uh, if you subscribe to Indigo, yeah, and Indigo, and do you know what Spotify like? Some sort of the speculation around being a Hi-Fi subscriber versus just a regular subscriber. Hi-Fi was like, what? What is a regular subscription on Spotify? I don't actually know. It's like twelve ninety nine or something yeah. like that. So, what do you think the Hi-Fi subscription is going to be? I th I think some estimates were putting it close to twenty bucks a month. Oh. I for even forgot this. There was a recent chart that I just saw. Did you know that subscribers make up 95% of all revenue in Spotify? They only make 5% on ads. Well, that's not exactly surprising. But the whole company as big as Spotify that is currently outdoing Google Play Music in profits? Well, that's yeah, obviously because Google Play Music's dead. Well, I mean, not Google Play Music. What is it? <laughs> Apple. What was it? Apple Music or whatever. Whatever the the the, the their Apple's okay thing. I figured. But yeah, it's beating them. In, it's beating them out like hard, and it's mostly on subscribers. I would have. But what what's crazy to me is how much of the user base are subscribers, and it's actually a lot more than you think it is. Uh, which is kind of crazy because I hear so many people complaining about Spotify ads. I haven't heard of Spotify ads since I started Spotify because I subscribed. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's been a bit. Uh, All right. So, hey, we uh, are just about at the half. I think as far as the broadcast goes, it's, this is a little early. But I'm gonna, I mentioned it, so we're going to read off the names. And nobody in chat's going to complain. All right, here we go. Uh, oh, crud. Huh? <laughs> How do I read this? <laughs> the first one! The first one was just so good! It's just so funny. It's like nobody complained. Alright, first name. Aw, oh, man. Aw, oh, darn it. Alright, we got Aeluri Day, Chris1, DMJ, Kamikaze Boater, Kanzion, Karsika, Kasserkin Sasser, Kordamu, Neobin, Red Skull 2212, The Golden Proof, Talk 3, Wildest Leaf, and Nine Ball. And then that's just the people who have managed to to associate their accounts with 
where they're listening from. Every, every There's a bunch of other people that are listening, and thank you to all of you out there. All right. Uh, also, I'm doing this backwards today. Don't worry about it, all right? This is fine. We've got listeners from Bolivia, Canada, Germany, Latvia, and the, the Netherlands, Peru, Poland, Russia, Serbia, the UK, the US, and Vietnam. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh, that was... You know, hey, everybody, I think what we need to do is everybody redo their usernames. Just like Lunar here on the, in the show document gave me a nice pronunciation chart for their name. <laughs> for, for the name of the I was gonna, that we I was going to take it one step further. Well, okay, because this is an actual thing. If you type in, so it's Meikasai is the name of the event that we're talking about. If you type in Meikasai.com, like makeasai.com is the event that we're talking about. Makeasai.com is a different thing. They both exist. The, the difference is, what, is the one letter. I know, but I still find it funny that you, because I, I feel like that was specifically to me, because you know I'm going to mispronounce it. I, and it was also a reminder to me, honestly, because I, I, oh, yeah. I, I had to figure that out before the show. Uh, but if you want to take it one step further, DMJ, um, what? is the name of the month that we're currently broadcasting on the month yeah what's what's the current month june okay now if you look at the top of the document do you pronounce that june or do you pronounce it jun okay, okay. <laughs> actually fun fact yes jun because that is no! the that is, because that cuts back to halo reach boy no <laughs> that was not jun the died. point or maybe it was, I don't know. But like, I am upset. I, I don't like that. That's not that's not correct. <laughs> I win. And I will always I will win. Insert a buzzer sound butcher here. Languages. Uh, all, right, all right, we got do we do we wanna get in the games or do we wanna keep keep rolling here? I, I don't know. I I don't even. Man. Alright. Well, let's just hop into a song here. We've okay. got we've got a couple more to, to throw your way here. Something from Soundholic, after that something from Shibuyan Records, and we will return right after that here on Gensoki Radio Live 129.
するぜビビンモデルラウンそれぞれに輝かす名の色エンデスピー言葉に習うないならばレッスンキャブナウモノレマイミチクヤミオリソジャスカートビザフル何にも怖がることなんてないみんな仲間なのさ歌え踊るさわけもう反省も受
Soaky Radio Live, number 129 tonight. I am Lunar, that's DMJ over there. We are here, and we've got a bunch of games to talk about that we've been putting oh. off for some time. We got so many games. <laughs> but before that, uh, we I guess we just wanted to take another mention. We kind of glossed over this at the front of the, of the show tonight, but the event that's going on in literally, like, what is it, six hours, five hours, something like that? It starts at noon in Tokyo, and I think it's 8.15 in the morning? Do I have that right? I'm not entirely sure. Um, but yeah, in literally just a matter of hours. And, uh, and the event itself only runs for four hours, so it's it's a relatively uh, short event. But still worth mentioning, we have a bunch of names, and where was that list? Uh, here we go. Here's a good... Uh, this very good image, actually. Cool. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of people... Uh, Kaztora, which is ah Shinra Bansho. So Kaztora, I think, yeah. Uh, there's PZSL, Iosis. Uh, I'm just gonna mention some of the names that I sort of recognize here, but you know, feel free to chime in. DMJ. There's Space Electro, Eurobeat Union. I think is one of the you know, one of the newer names to us anyway. There is Tumaneko. There is some stuff that we added from them. I think within the last year here. There is uh, Butao Tome. Uh, Inorai, which is that controversial, you know, should it be an I or a Y in the end? And looks like they have it spelled with an I, but okay. Uh, Monochrome Coat, we got Amaterasu Records, Tokyo Active Neats, The Other Kind of Neats, uh, Yuhei Satellite, Shoujo Fractal, Liz Triangle, Cool and Create. Uh, we got, what is, uh, Iron Attack, of course, Hachimitsu Lemon, and a few more here, actually more than a few more. Digital Wing, we got Four Corners, that's the one we mentioned earlier. The Hey, that's the one we got some of the albums we helped out with over there. East New Sound, uh, Zion, we've got Absolute Zero, A1 is going to be there. We also have yeah, TTL, Crazy Beats, Zytokine, and... Uh, huh. Yeah. And others that are sort of in sort of uh, in between here. Obviously, there are more than just those, but those are some of the names that we recognize. So, in case uh, folks were kind of discounting this as a smaller event, there are a lot of major names there. Also, how did I not mention Tam? He's in there somewhere. Yeah, he's somewhere in here. I think. I think it, it might be. I'm. I suspect anyway. I know that Tam does a lot of Toho stuff, but he also he's sort of listed separately in the circle list anyway. Like instead of starting with a uh, a character i think it's like he's in like an x booth which is like there's only a, a small handful of groups that are in a booth that are is marked with an x i don't know what that means but uh yeah he's there so there you go 
Alright, so that's uh, what I got for that. We have a whole document. Let's start to get through this. So we're going to start out with... Um, oh, how, how much have you looked into these, by the way? Uh, enough to write the description. Alright, sweet. Uh, but... Um, it's been a while okay. since some, for some of these. I can comment on some of these, uh, but this first one here I haven't actually seen. This one's called Toho Red Empress Devil, and it looks like we kind of have sort of a, almost a top-down sort of the the rooms. I, I, this is just one example. I actually don't know entirely if it's just how it works, but uh, it, it almost seems like maybe the rooms shift in sort of a Binding so, of Isaac type of, of uh, way. Yeah, so it's kind of like it's it's like bind it's like almost like enter the gungeon or like uh binding of isaac where like every time you go in uh this roguelike game uh the the rooms are different and it kind of it's kind of really interesting i like roguelikes that aren't like that uses room design as kind of like a big thing Mm-hmm. Um, not quite uh, enemy placement, which is like pretty sick. Uh, I really like this. Like that's why I really liked Enter the Gungeon because you like you had the whole you could kick over the table mechanic and create cover that way. But it kind of looks like in this one, the way that the roguelike works is like the further you go in, the more stuff you get yeah. you know, that you can place on a character, kind of like a Diablo style. Then each time you go in, it's different. Which so is let's... the, the setting is kind of cool because if you, I think uh, I don't entirely know how canon or based in lore this is but the if i recall the the scarlet devil mansion or the 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 is basically a it's a building but like when you actually step inside the building it's a lot larger on the inside than it seems it's got like sort of this this extra dimensional kind of thing happening so uh this could be sort of a a dive into that a little bit yeah it uh is kind of like that it's right here yeah it's a scarlet devil mansion is a dungeon that changes uh, its appearance every time you enter it, thanks to Sakya Isakoi's ability. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. I don't know if it is Sakya that actually deals with this room sizing. I'm not sure. I thought it was just a general property of the building itself. That's kind of what I thought too. So I don't know. But the sprite work looks pretty good. Like, I really like this sprite work. Um, oh, yeah. It's pretty, pretty, I don't know how to describe it because it's not quite like, it's pixel art, but it's like really detailed pixel art. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can nab something here. Oh, this is like a whole set of things. Sure. Uh, yeah, let's see if this works. Let's see if I can. Yeah, okay. So it's in, it's in, uh, almost Oh, 16. whoa. How did you just literally just... Just copy paste the pixel yeah, art from grab, the Steam page. Just grab it from. Uh, yeah, you got it. You could just do that. That's ins- what. My here, my world has changed. Here's the other one. There's more more pixel art for you. That's insane. Oh, okay, I did not know that was a thing. Yo, is that like a Steam thing or is that just like? Uh, it's. I'm just looking at the website. So. Okay. Yeah, still, that's pretty insane. All right, cool. So, uh, you know those Helltaker emotes that we have? We, we might, yeah. We might we might have to maybe nab some of these for, you know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, pretty interesting. I like this game. It looks pretty, pretty sick. It looks pretty sick. Yeah. 
So let's move on to the next game because we got so many. And this one's actually, uh, uh, I can actually talk about this one. All right, this one's called Fujiwara Phoenix. And what do we got? This is, seems like more of a side-scrolling again. Uh, it's sort of a different dimension, not really top-down, actual side-scrolling here. If you were at Toho Fest this year, this game was on display. I actually sat down and played this game. Um, it is really neat. I didn't understand it at first because I thought it was fun fact. I didn't know it was a kick. I thought it was a kick ability. I didn't know it was actually like it was a shooting ability. Ah. So the entire time I kept dying like super early oh. because I kept kicking when it was I have to do things at distance. I see. But uh, it's kind of like this uh, Metroidvania like game where you have to go and collect abilities and you kind of have to uh, just fight your way around. I can't, I don't know exactly what, because like when I was there at the booth, they actually made a custom scenario to demo the game versus actual like what the game is. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get to actually see any of the story while I was there, but I think the whole thing is like Moku's going on a revenge rampage. And what's really neat is your health bar, you can't you essentially cannot die. Huh. Because Moku's immortal. Sure. Yeah. So but you can get so you can essentially uh, I don't know what to call it, but like you gain so much pain you can't continue. It's like integer overflow. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but like your movement, but like what compounds this is your movement, your attacks, um, all that stuff drains that bar that also does pain. So like you're constantly have to deal with like you can't sit there and just spam. Like you actually have to like be conscious of what you're doing. A little bit more strategic. Yeah, it's really, really good. Okay. Um, It kind of like they inspired it. <laughs> What's funny, it's like one of the lines in the description is inspired by a deep love for both the Toho project and games like Hollow Knight and Doom. And I'm like, Doom, you say? <laughs> Doom, you say? Doom, you say? We're going to talk Let's... more about that in a little bit. Oh, we are going <laughs> to talk about it. Yeah. I just, I have not, I've actually bought that game and I haven't played it yet. Uh, I have to play it on stream, but because uh, it looks dope. Uh, but I do want to play it so bad. Um, but yeah, this game is they describe it i wrote it in the show doc i don't see it on the thing anymore but uh an equipment system inspired by hollow knight's charm system uh it's got six stages 11 bosses ah yes and 20 plus orchestral metal tracks Ooh, let's go okay i think they're all original too so i am super hyped for this game and of course it was at toho fest i talked with the devs it actually seems like they are making really good progress on this game so go check it out that's always cool uh, when you can when you can talk to the devs and just get a feel for how things are actually going versus just reading text on a page yeah uh demo is out i don't know if it's the same demo that they showed at toho fest but go check it out it's if you like Metroidvania games, uh, it seems like it's the one for you. 
Yeah, if you're looking on, just for folks out there, if you're looking on Steam, sometimes they'll have a, you know, play demo button. That's the green button there. Uh, but this one, there is a download demo button. It's on the sidebar. It's not quite as pronounced, but it is there on the sidebar on the right side. So oh. if you want to check that out, that's there. Uh, also, just to, to mention this, um, actually a good example of the, exactly this thing, uh, the previous game we talked about, Toho Red Empress Devil, has a demo. The planned release is not until sometime later this year, but that one does have that green download button for the demo. So just again, to be clear, these both have a demo, but the pages are going to look different. So and you can you can yes. get the demo from both of those pages. So yeah, and I, I'm putting the links in general. Excellent. All right. So the, this one's been talked about a little bit. Toho Gensokyo Survivors. This is based on vampire survivors pretty much it is if you've played that game or if you've watched other people play it uh you know how it goes it is a pretty simple concept you are a character you are you have some sort of ability that allows you to cut through a, a giant swaths of uh of uh enemies or just just npcs that basically all they do is walk towards wherever you are and your goal is to survive, obviously, as the title uh, indicates. So, anything? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really. It's Vampire Survivors. You know what? <laughs> fun fact: I have not played Vampire Survivors. Yeah, I haven't played it either, but I've watched other people play it. I watched a lot of other people, and like, what's really weird is like Vampire Survivors is finally coming to Switch, but on Switch, I don't know. I don't know if it's on any other consoles. But like on Switch, it's getting couch co-op with four people. What? And I don't know how. Yeah, it's got couch co-op on Switch. So they the, announced the, it during the direct the other the other week. So there's four of you cutting through. Yeah. Uh, and do you all have to be on the same screen, or do you all get yep, your own? All on the same. All on the same screen. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, so, they showed it off in the the latest direct, which is insane. And I don't know. And like I said, I don't know if Vampire Survivors is on other other consoles but like i don't know it seems like it's actually just on switch i'm it's also apparently free on android i don't know what they're paying for if if it's even paid on switch either but there's the link to uh toho survivors oh. uh, toho gensokyo survivors go check it out oh i see karsika is linking stuff as well um, yeah, we're, uh, we'll, we'll take care of the links. We just don't want to clutter this too much, but, uh, DMJ has got a link up there. If you scroll up a little bit for Gensokyo survivors on steam. And I, I do want to mention, like, just to give you more of a picture in case you're only listening to the audio and you're not able to listen to the, or look at the photos or images or whatever. Um, but like, for, for example, some of the characters, like, uh, they'll, they'll have abilities that are very, um, you know, close to their character and what their actual abilities are, their, the character abilities. So, for instance, you've got Alice who will sort of like throw her dolls out to clear a path that's sort of a wider area, and her dolls will be out there and they'll kind of do their own thing. You know, some of them will have their 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 swords or sabers or whatever. Um, Marissa will have, you know, every now and then will have some sort of a master spark or can uh, to clear an area in front of her. Uh, Aya's got like the like uh gosh what was it um what's what's Aya's game shoot the bullet 
Yeah. Yeah. So like it's got that ability where you've got this rectangle that sort of extends ahead or like in whatever direction and it'll take a photo of the enemies there and it'll kind of clear that area in front of her. So that's, I mean, it's kind of cool that they've sort of taken all those abilities and applied them to this format. I think it's really neat. All right. So here's the next one. We've talked about this a little bit before, but it's on Steam now. And I guess however long ago it was, uh, release date was, wait, May 16th. So this was this month. No. So this is the, so this game, this game was out prior to oh, that. Oh, this, this is, is VR. Yeah. Okay. So to for those first, people out there. First of all, we got to tell what people, yeah. what we're talking about. I Am Sakuya is a game where it's very much like in the style of Doom, but you are Sakuya. It, yes. So uh, the whole idea, at least the, the idea of the game, which by the way, I'm posting two links for this game in chat. So for other people, because I will explain why in a bit, because I just discovered this. Uh, I Am Sakuya is a game where you're playing the origin story of Sakuya before she became the head maid at uh, the Scarlet Devil Mansion. And Sakuya is tasked with going in to defeat the vampires. Huh. And you got guns. The literal selling point in their, in their marketing is we got a quad barrel shotgun. <laughs> You have the ability to stop time and then shoot around characters. Now, cool as all that is, they also have this game in VR. Notice, Lunar, if you look at the links, there are two different cover arts. <laughs> it's so fun and goofy to me. That oh, there's yeah. this one yeah. with one with a just socky with an with an Oculus just strapped to the head. But the VR one actually, like, they 3D modeled the guns from the 2D game, and it actually looks pretty sick. Like, really good-looking models. But here's the kicker. These devs are not new. We know these devs. Not personally, but we, we've seen their, their memes. Oh, yeah. I, I recognize these that name. These are the people that raid. Sakuya Izakoi gives you, uh, gives you advice, then dabs. Yep, you've got... These are the devs. Gives you and advice, this... save me Sakuya-san, uh, you know, a bunch of other... Like, more meme -y stuff, which you know, this this does kind of make sense. But also, this is their first... I think this is their first foray into th the third dimension. Yeah, it's actually really insane. This game looks really good. The VR looks incredible. It's actually got, like pretty decent at least the base game I, I don't have any reviews up for the uh vr version mm -hmm. but here's the kicker for people out there who don't know um you can buy the vr version standalone or if you buy base game you get the vr included as well Ooh. at least that's what happened when i bought it interesting so you can buy the the game um standalone vr or you can get the regular game and it is bundled with the vr game as well um so go check it out this game looks sick i'm definitely going to be playing this game uh because i love first person shooters and this game has really interesting mechanics when it comes to first person shooting All right. plus it's it's Doom-like. I mean, nothing gets more fun than Doom. And there's a Fumo! You can digitally collect Fumos in the game. Of course you can. 
I mean, it's better than trying to go get your own and losing like $10 trillion on the FUMO market. That's probably just like, uh, <laughs> just like a uh, Bitcoin. Because people, that's it. people don't know anywhere else other than eBay to find FUMOs. If you just, if you can figure out what gift is and navigate the Japanese website, you're good. <laughs> that's you got it. You get a FUMO. You, you get you FUMO. Navigate, give, navigate. We've you, talked about you just this. Click buttons, you get FUMO. I'm sorry to go in a tangent here for a second, but this is the whole idea behind Gensokyo.store store is like people don't want to navigate Japanese websites. We're like, there is a there's an easier way. It's just that the difference between eBay and our store is that eBay. Whoever's selling it is gonna have some sort of random markup. It might be 50 bucks, it might be 250 bucks. But on our store, they're actually like comparable to the prices you'd find in Japan. I'm just putting that out there. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, I do wanna ask though, on this game, you said that the VR gets bundled with it? I don't actually see that. Where? Uh, okay, so it doesn't say it, but when I purchased the game, like, cause I just bought the regular game because mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I have a VR headset, but I don't use it right now. Yeah. I, it just came with the game. It gave me two installations. You had the FPS and the, the VR version. Huh. It just came, came with it on, uh, when I bought the base game. What? Uh, huh. I. It's weird. Interesting. Like, you know, I, like, I would, I would expect to, to say that somewhere. I'm, I'm a little, hmm. Yeah, it just, it did that, I, like, it doesn't say it anywhere, but when I went to go click install, uh, it actually didn't install the game, and then I had, went to my libraries, and I had, uh, I am Sakia FPS, clicked that, clicked install, and it says, which, oh, what do you want to install? Interesting. And it had both I am Sakia and I am Sakia VR. Yeah, apparently Karska says that you don't even have to go through Gift, uh, or the, that whole rigmarole anymore, apparently they're... Supplied to the West via AmiAmi, and uh, that does make it a little bit easier. Um, on the other hand, though, there have been some criticisms from the community on exactly how that was rolled out, at least in the beginning. I don't know if it's gotten better. It probably has. Hopefully. Yeah, I heard there was like, there was like, you, if you did it, get it before the bots or scalpers got it, you did more yeah. getting one. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Uh, but that's a thing, though. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, if you want to buy, if you want, you can buy a Deca Sunai right now. We'll get to you in a week or two. That's cool. Um, it'd be uh, perfectly it's back honest. Order in infinite stock. Oh no, my wallet. Yeah, so they changed <laughs> the way that that works because it was such an issue. Uh, the the whole limited stock paradigm didn't. I mean, we know why. It was like that. Yeah, there, there's the, there's the whole like. Ah, uh, here we go. Somebody posted this now. VR version is out now. Ah. Uh, it says, uh, I'm trying to find a sentence I could latch onto. But after a while, I finally was able to get it done and to grant it to owners of the desktop version for free. Also, buying the VR version grants you the desktop version for free. So that's actually in a release note for the okay. VR version. Okay. And for the other one, so you could get both. Uh buying either so that's cool nice uh, hey hey sigyad uh very cool but also can you write that somewhere so that it's more clear would be super appreciative yes that'd be super appreciated or even just like i don't know if you can merge the the stores because they're two I, I separate yeah they're, they're two separate products uh, they might contain the same thing i don't actually know if well i don't know how that whatever. works on steam either because because yeah 
I feel like that could probably be done differently, but I don't know because I have never published anything on Steam. All right. Yeah. Uh, we should probably move on. So mm -hmm. we had that one. Uh, the next one here, um, is this a game? Toho Minimap. Yes, it oh. is a game. Okay. I still am trying to figure it out. But what's really interesting about it, it's it's a casual game. Yeah. It's not like a competitive game or something like that. It's it's made by these guy, these people that just make casual games. And it's just a it's a they call it a strategy building game, but I feel like it's more like a puzzle game where you're building the map of Gensokyo and you just have to match um like you get points for matching tiles. Hmm. It's weird. But if you go like watch the video, there's no mu no music for like a bit because it's just these like really calming woodland sounds. But you're building like a live diorama of like the Hakurai shrine of the human village. And it's like really peaceful. And this is like one of those games where it's like you just got done like playing doom eternal for like eight hours speed running it all you have done it was drink monster and just absolutely try to beat the fastest time and then you need to wind down you play this <laughs> it will put you right to bed this yeah. game looks so cozy i mean that's that's when you go to play the other game that was released on the same day as doom eternal that's, that's, yeah. that's why they were released on the same day. That's the whole... <laughs> fun, fa fun fact, I actually... I can't... If I remember correctly, I put more time into Animal Crossing than I did to Maternal. Even though I had my PC up because we were too busy, like, we gotta get with the turn-up market. We gotta make this island awesome. And it's just... It was so much. Yeah. So Toho... Toho Minimap for $4.99. That's a cute little game. Yeah, it's a cute little game. It's, it, there's not much to it, but it's still like there is definitely people out there who should who think it's, this game. The, it, are Zen likes a thing? This kind of seems like. Yeah, this looks like a Zen game. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, you know, it's. Oh, wait a minute. Is this is this just the soundtrack or is there a game attached to this? There is a game attached to it, but it's the soundtrack for the game. But I still don't know exactly why it's being sold All right, we've, as DLC. We've moved on to the next thing that's called uh, Twilight Dance Party Yoyami Dancer's Original Soundtrack Volume 1. That's why I'm asking. There is a game attached to this. It's just the Yoyami Dancer's game. And when did that one come out? That came out September 22nd last year. Or is it, yeah. September I have it in the show, Doc. All right. All right. Yeah. So there, uh, okay. I'm I'm looking at this now. It's a, I, I just, I, I feel like we may have actually talked about this at some point. But I, I just this image here. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're 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 dancing apparently, and if dancing, we're dump uh, uh, jumping. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. and it's um. It's a really neat game where it's a rhythm game where you are essentially dodging bullets and attacking bosses, but to the beat, along like this uh, grid system that kind of resembles a fretboard. And oh, yeah. it looks, and I think you play as both Rumia and Larva, I think are the two characters. So yeah, pretty neat. But what's really interesting about this is all the music is original. 
the soundtrack just came out uh, just the other day, I think. It was like, it says the... I have to go back. I think it says the 22nd is when it came out. Yeah, for the album. The album is a retooled version of the original game soundtrack. Uh, so it's kind of more listenable. I My assumption is it's more listenable because it probably sounds different in-game. But if you want the original uh, in-game tracks, uh, they are included as well. I think they said they retooled 18 of the tracks. 21 of the original tracks are available. All available in FLAC and MP3, which is insane. And each track has their own art. Man, that's cool. Uh, I'm just looking through here. I... You know, the art kind of reminds me a little bit of like the uh, like the character art, not not really the sprite work, but the character art. Remind, it's kind of got that like Paper Mario kind of kind of feel yeah, to it. Yeah, it does have that Paper Mario feel to it because it's you know it's it's very like flat style two D image art, but then it's it's clearly got sort of this sharp back uh, backdrop or shadow drop shadow. Yeah, it does. It's pretty cute though, and the dances look pretty cute you like it is so neat but like the the combat system in the game where you you have to fight and dodge bullets like it even looks like it has like a gray system where you can kind of like pass through some bullets so it's pretty neat all right dmj we've gotten to the point where uh i had three songs that i wanted to preview we might have to cut that down to two all right but i, I wanted to introduce a segment, and I don't know if this is going to be recurring or not, but we're going to try this out, uh, where I want to introduce, you know, two or three different songs that perhaps haven't really played on the station or are, are new to the station or whatever, and just kind of get your take on it. So mm -hmm. let's uh, let's jump into a couple of different songs here. This is going to be very different. All right. Uh, one of these might be up your alley. You might enjoy this. You might have some real critiques that I would never come up with given the type of song that this is. Uh, and then for the rest of you out there, this is a little bit outside of the uh, the standard rotation box as you will very quickly uh, come to learn. This is in the category of not just metal, but DMJ's kind of metal. Boy. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm ready for this. So we were talking about Metal Mondays. This could be the kind of thing that shows up in a in a show like that. This is a three minute forty second song. We're gonna jump into this, and a little bit different from what we normally do, we're gonna hop back out after this one song and talk about it. And I've got at least one other song that we're gonna try to squeeze in here tonight. Uh, my original plan was three, but I think we're gonna run out of time before we get to that point. So this song up here is Luna Calculator from uh, Hakare Shrine, looks like. Yeah, yeah. Extreme Grill Fest. All right, here we go. Oh.
what on earth is this head bobbing uh, emote that I see in chat? First off, don't you? This is this is what happens when you give Fog Hog the ability to make their own emotes. Uh, that is uh, here. Here's a more appropriate one, but that is the <laughs> uh, the lead singer of. Uh, <laughs> that is the lead singer of. Uh, hold on one second. I have. I actually had to turn up the station. Typically, I have it at one percent. I had it at twenty five, so I could hear myself. Um, but yeah, that is the lead singer of uh oh why can't i remember oh mashuga yeah that is him that's the lead singer he is known for his face uh during it's perfect and then like the first one you posted what's this like content aware thing that's happening with this dude you know that it's, it's there it's it's just there all right it's just all right there. all right let's jump into it uh so one of the things okay. you said before we were like, all right, we got to stop talking about this off air because we need to save the commentary. But how would you describe this? It's it's of its time. If I remember correctly, that album came out a long time ago, a while back. Because I actually was a, have that album. It was a 2010 album. Yeah, so it's kind of like a product of its time. The vocals are kind of like this like weird... It was kind of like what was going on in Japan vocally at the time. So that's why it kind of sounds like a little like crusty or like um, kind of not like it's like this black metal-y, but not quite black metal-y growl. There's like it's it's it's, it's a lot faster. It's like this weird. Yeah, the voice, the mixing on the voice was definitely sharp. And I think that was actually a little bit intentional. It's because at the time that was like a big thing that was going on. There was, I can't remember the name of the band, but if I describe them, the guy would like go on stage and cut himself with razors. I can't remember his name, but he, they were really popular back then too. And also, what they, the heck? <laughs> yeah, there's, I don't, can't remember them. All I know is like their shows were insane. I've, I think he jumped off like a roof of somebody's house. I can't remember. All I know is like they were, these guys, like they were the ones that made kind of other guys over here go, oh, I think they're, they're a little crazy. Um, Look, my, when it was the vocal, that was his vocal style too. When, so like, when I was a stupid teenager with other stupid teenage friends, uh, I remember one day distinctly where my friend somehow got his bicycle on the roof of their house and decided to roll it off of the the roof like not down the roof but like laterally so that it was it was flat and then it just dropped uh i can't see anyone intentionally doing that with not the bike but like just themselves i just replaced that yeah, no, object it, with that's, the... yeah that's something okay. that happened okay but but that that's the sound and i mean what's really interesting is like if you listen to the instrumentals you have that that movement from like really sharp hard blast beats on the drums it's a very percussion driven song um soaring guitar melody melodies that kind of just like i wouldn't say that it's like kind of like a hybrid of shred with a little bit of like you got that point where it's like they slow down and they start chunking it out real low with those like ones and zeros there on that fretboard going real chunky with it but that was kind of like what it was going on in japan at the time in 2010s was still that time where it was just like you had what was going on in japan and what was going on over here true community and that was like especially even in the metal scene it was like 
the, the the crossover hasn't really happened between East and West yet when it comes to the sound that we have now. We, of course, have that all change. Actually, I need to go listen to the new Crystal Lake album <laughs> now that or the new Crystal Lake track since they changed vocalists. Um, but yeah, you have kind of like that change. And you can clearly hear that this track here was a tr- like a project of its time with in. Uh, when I mean by project product of its time is that's what you would have gotten basically. I mean, 2010s, we were only a couple years out from actually getting uh seated with liquor. I mean, this was still foreground eclipse was still around. The metal core scene was still like kind of burgeoning over there at the time. Uh, you also had, um, uh the, the the only recently i think around that time that was when like a lot of western bands started making their way over there to play shows that weren't metallica that weren't you know those big huge names um so like gojira and um what was the other one that testament or not testament uh yeah no testament so yeah good that's it's pretty it's pretty neat when you hear that track Okay. So what, what is what is the next one you got? I'm really interested in this. Ah, uh, so they're not all metal, I have to say. I like know. that was a good example for like if people are looking forward to DMJ's Metal Mondays show, I wanted to give you a chance to really dig into some commentary and also to to share on your behalf something that you yourself might share with our audience. Yes. And then to be able to speak at length about it is not something that I can do. It's something that really, as far as our staff goes, only you can can share that. And, and, and maybe Zara can chip in a little bit. I don't know how into that he was, but yeah. Uh, so the next one is not something from uh, Discord registers. This is something from RD Sounds. Now, also, this is something I think you'll be interested in. And I'm curious to know, and obviously this is going to happen one of two ways, I think. You're either going to notice this immediately, and we're going to talk about it, or try not to talk about it off air, (laughs) I guess. Uh, Or you're going to go the whole way thinking, I, this sounds like something, but I don't know what, and I don't know why. Alright, so we're going to jump into it with this song, aptly called Moonjumper. This is from RD Sounds, and we'll be back right after this song to uh, talk about it.
Soki Radio Live number 129 this evening. I am Lunar, this is DMJ over here, and what did that remind you of, DMJ? Could you figure it out? I have been literally sitting here for the past five minutes. Okay. Racking my head, and I'm going through every song that I've ever heard in my life, and like, that chord <laughs> regression sounds so familiar! Uh-huh. It's, it's the background thing. It's the background... Okay, so here, here's the thing. Um, it's not explicitly written anywhere that I could find. It's not on the original like artist page for their like the description for their song. Uh, I also looked at some like even some like third party review sites to try to figure out if anyone else had picked up on this. I picked up on it. You picked up on it. 
and I would play the song that I think that progression is sort of in, is inspired by, I guess, because it's not it's not specifically said anywhere or written anywhere that that's where it's from. But where I think that inspiration comes from is from, well, I, I see, I, I guess, let me do it this way. I would give you a hint. I would play part of the song for you, except we would probably receive a DMCA by from a certain company called Nintendo. Oh, now you really got my head racked. Oh, no. I am desperately trying to think what Nintendo game has. If anyone else out there knows what I'm talking about, don't say anything. What were you going to say? Is it Splatoon? It's Splatoon. It's versus DJ Octavio, the final boss battle Is that the new one? It's it's the second half of that boss battle. Oh my... Wait, okay, hold on. Fun fact, so, Leonard, you fight yeah. DJI Octavio twice. Which game? Because they're both two different tracks. So I've... I listened to... Okay, so I've seen it... it from Spl- I've two, seen it mentioned two? in 1 and 3. I don't know about... Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure I... Because I only have I only have Splatoon one right, and I recognize yeah. that from from the final boss battle of one, but it might show up in another one. I don't know. I can't well, say. Uh, okay, Splatoon one. There's also a uh, final boss music. Let me just get the track names because I need to know that. So you have D- there's two tracks that play. So you have phase one. You have phase two. You have DG Octavio, final boss. Like okay, yeah, I get, I hear it, I hear it. So yeah. this is the uh, I am DG Octavio, but there's also Calum- Calamari Incantation, which I also think it could have been, which is also in there, which is the one that the Squid Sisters sing. Do 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 do. Well, so those two things go well together because that's just what I I feel like one of the core songs across the entire series. Yes, Calamari Incantation has been played on every. Yeah, every single game. And I'm not saying the specific song, but I mean like certain motifs from the different songs in those games. Yes, and Splatoon is very well known to have like don't go down the Splatoon music rabbit hole please people it is a, it is a it is a pool you can't come up from but like both the in-game music lore and the outside the music of like who they get to go record this music that actually makes sense to me why that would happen because they do pull a lot from the same pools mm. to get the 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 vocals and the instrumentation right because if you don't know uh in an interview uh a lot of the people that work on the music for splatoon uh one two and three are very much inspired by western music and just like us here they listen to western music because they don't understand the lyrics they just try to interpret western music the way that it is in splatoon because they just like the sound just like how i don't understand japanese but i listen to toho music because i enjoy the music so that's actually pretty interesting kind of a little parallel there if you don't know Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so I honestly, I'm a little bit surprised. Uh, I, I, I thought you, if I had to guess between one of the two things I had said before we played that song, I would have guessed that you would you would have picked it up right away. But we were off air while the song was playing, and DMJ starts making noises like his his brain is working overtime. And well, <laughs> I, I also have not played Splatoon 1 since uh, Splatoon 2 came out. Okay, well. So, I mean, I haven't played Splatoon in years either, but... But, like, it's that's also the only one that you've played. Yeah. Uh, and I've played all of them plus the DLC. Yeah. And what's really interesting is... Uh, I think they just added the new Summer Collection that's coming out in Splatoon. So, mm-hmm. like, we we're about to get a bunch of new music. I think they even... I don't know what the, what the status on... Uh, side order is the dlc for that game but uh i am very now you're gonna have me go on like a rampage today on youtube just like splatoon x toho music and i'm just gonna listen to that all day <laughs> so if you do if you guys don't know if you haven't been following gr or us or our interests for the last while really this dates back to like sploon Sp- i am a squid kid at heart dude like no joke since Splatoon 2's launch or Splatoon 1's launch, I got like really into it. I think even at one point, there was a whole string of episodes where I started every episode with I'm a squid, I'm a kid, I'm a squid at some point in time in the episode. Yeah, I mean, back in I I wanna say it probably started before episode 50, back in the live yeah. the live episode series, where we talked so, about uh, you know, Splatoon, Dude. and it was like at the time very timely release uh, when we were at Colossal Con. You know, that's the like one of the first times we talked about it, and then we've talked about it over the years, and it's kind of, I mean, at least for me anyway, fallen out of favor because I don't own a Switch, but I bought a Wii U almost exclusively to play Splatoon with DMJ and others uh, back when. I, I need to get you a Switch. I have to get you one. No. You need to play Splatoon. You're, you're, um, I, that's a, I'm going that... to enable your gaming. <sighs> you're going I'm to... going to enable your gaming. That's a I'm rabbit buy hole, you. sir. I don't know if you. <laughs> I don't know if you want to dig that hole for me. I'm going to dig this hole for you oh. because I'm sorry, Lunar. I have been playing Tears of the Kingdom. Like I've been going between playing Battle Pit Remastered, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom is probably one of the most incredible games I've ever played in my life. No joke. I can't think of another game that would top it. Uh, you need to play it. Okay. Like, well, you have to play it. Plus, Plus, we both know Sean's in it. You gotta let him get paid. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, sure. But, yeah. Uh, okay, just just know this. If you actually do go through with that, I- I'm going to have to pay you back somehow in the future. Just... Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying that now. I'm gonna I, enable your gaming. I'm not I'm not gonna be forever indebted to to Mr. Squid Kid over here. You have like I'm sorry. Like there are <laughs> actually a lot of really good like <laughs> games on the Switch. There I are not... there there really are. And my brother has one, and I've played Breath of the Wild before. I haven't completed the game because it's it's his, and I you know just didn't have like I played it for a winter basically, and then just never I'm, finished it. I have to get you a Switch at this point because <sighs> I'm sorry you cannot go through life not playing okay. Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom 
and Splatoon. Heck, I would even go as far as to say they just... You did, I don't know if you watched the new Nintendo Direct, but they are remastering and re-releasing Super Mario RPG. For yeah. the SNES. That, whoa. Okay. Yeah, the remastered 3D, all new cinematics, everything. Oh, geez. Okay. Well... Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I, I hear bits and pieces from, from some of my buddies online, right? Because I just, I don't have a Switch. I'm not in, like, Nintendo's current ecosystem. I'm just not. But I, I you know, I, I hear about these things, and it just, I guess, to reinforce the fact, my family for, yeah, ever since I was a kid has been a Nintendo family. That only really broke away a little bit after my brother started working at GameStop, and suddenly we have, like, three or four different consoles in the house, but... That's a. That's not usually how it's been. But yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, it'd be fun on one hand. On the other hand, I'm looking for a job right now. So like, as soon as that happens, I could just buy myself one. Well, here's the thing. The other thing you is, get I, one. I wouldn't buy one for myself. Like, I just because because I know the kind of time that I would start to sink into that. Yeah, but like, you're gonna be once you find a job. Like you're commuted your work. If you're not driving yourself, if it's nearby, I mean, you could play that thing on the bus. It's 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 so good. Either that, or you're getting a you're getting a uh, Steam Deck, because I definitely know if you don't sink time into games on that, you will be sinking time into tinkering with that thing to no end. I love how he thinks that buses exist over here. They don't exist over here. I assume outside of my little bubble, buses exist because I hear people talk about buses all the time. I used to live. Like in my old apartment, next to a bus stop. I never took the bus. We actually just have, we do have a bus here in my little town, but like, it's one bus and it's tiny. It's not even like a full size bus. Mm. Okay. And it's just take people to and from places or even from the little park area that you can then take the city bus in. Yeah. All right. Well. That's cool. Do what you will. We'll talk about it next time, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Also, isn't um, isn't New World coming out for the Switch too? Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah, that's another yeah. reason. Yeah. Well, that's another reason. We'll, we'll we'll talk more about that one at a later time. But at a for now, date. for now, we're kind of at the end of this one. Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. If you were here, thanks to DMJ for playing the game maybe we'll maybe i'll find you know a couple you know two or three other songs to to uh play next time we'll see how that goes and actually we're kind of at a point where uh i'm starting to go back to some of the things that have been hiding and just haven't made it to the rotation or to the stations uh to the website even but yeah we'll see mm. I, I know there's other stuff that's going to be coming out here in August and just you know that's that's a couple of months out so and that's going to be another comic market and more albums and I'll probably more albums more time by that point <laughs> I think we'll have to pick up some more stuff because we're a little bit behind on yeah. uh, on that whole thing but yeah, we need to pick up pick up music but we're we're making do so all right folks thanks for tuning in tonight uh, that's gonna do it and uh, we'll be back next month here sometime in july to have some sort of meetup again we'll, we'll do another meetup another live show and uh kind of go from there we'll, we'll figure out how it goes uh thanks for tuning in tonight i am lunar for dmj 654 thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time until then <laughs> <laughs>